It's Friday, February 24th. You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Beth Adams. The University of Rochester has a new orthopedic campus in Henrietta. They also just opened a new surgery center. The facility is equipped to handle same-day surgical care and potentially take the burden off overcrowded hospitals. WXXI health reporter Raquel Stephen visited the new center. This is where you would check in. So if you were having a procedure, you would come in here. And this is also where you'll recover and then you'll go home from here. URMC's orthopedic department chair, Dr. Paul Rubri, says the new state-of-the-art facility is ready for procedures like knee and hip replacements. This has been uh, seven years in the planning, and this is what we believe to be the, the next step in the evolution of musculoskeletal care in our region. The center includes eight new operating rooms that Rubri says will also help with the overcrowding in the hospitals. By moving some patients with bone and joint problems to this facility, we're allowing other specialists to bring their patients instead of to Strong Memorial or to Highland. Service at the surgery center is by appointment only. However, Rubri says they are working on opening a clinic tower in November, which will provide some orthopedic urgent care services for the community. Raquel Stephen, WXXI News. Governor Kathy Hochul does not expect the search for a new chief judge to have a significant effect on state budget negotiations. She says the process of seating a new top judge for the state court of appeals will take longer than it will to finalize a budget, which is due April 1st. Hochul's first chief judge nominee, Hector LaSalle, was rejected by the state Senate. She expects the next vetting process will move along the way the first one did. We have to run a $3 billion court system that has been stagnated and jammed up during the pandemic, and it's still not operating the way I want it to be. So uh, we're going to be continuing to look for a high caliber of individuals that New York will be proud of, as we did in the past. The governor must now request a new list of nominees from the state's Judicial Nominating Commission. With a bit more than a month before New York State's budget deadline, the activist groups are laying out their priorities. The group Rochester Citizen Action has announced its justice agenda for the year. It's aimed at education, child care and housing. Stevie Vargas is regional director for the organization. She says they believe in guaranteed housing for all that is safe and dignified, climate justice to protect people from extreme weather and pollution, and universal child care and education justice. We believe that every child, regardless of their zip code, deserves high-quality child care and public education in which they are able to grow emotionally, mentally, culturally, and creatively. Democratic Assemblymember Sarah Clark joined the group at a news conference this week. It really is the building blocks of what we need to do to create um, safer communities, to create heavily resourced communities, and to make our neighborhoods thrive, which is ultimately what we all want to do. Uh, for me, all of these things are, are priorities. Other advocates are calling on the state assembly and Senate to include bills in their budgets that prioritize electric buildings. Katie Marshall is a co-founder of the Sunrise Movement in Rochester and is a youth-led organization fighting for political action to protect the air, water, and homes. Some argue that the proposed switch to electric is too much, too fast. But Marshall says this is just the start of what is needed and it's almost already too late. In order to reverse the impact of climate change and to preserve a livable future for people like me, we need to create a swift change to the ways that we think about infrastructure. 
The advocates want to pass the All-Electric Building Act. It would require new buildings to be all-electric and the New York Heat Act, which would ensure that the state meets its greenhouse gas emissions mandate. An outspoken critic of the proposals is Senate Minority Leader Robert Ort. He has said there would need to be an increased investment in the power grid because it would not be able to handle the increased electricity demand. A bill has been reintroduced in the state Senate and Assembly that would end mandatory minimum fines and court surcharges tied to criminal convictions, traffic violations, parole and probation. Supporters argue that for many New Yorkers, it comes down to a choice of paying those fees to avoid incarceration or putting food on the table. Assemblymember Kenny Burgos says it makes no sense that the court system is funded by the poorest people in the state. A system that many times can make you unemployed unemployable, possibly homeless, and then ask you to pay significantly into this system. The measure is currently in the committees of the Senate and Assembly. You can find more local news on our website, wxxinews.org.